Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Creating Wealth and Wellness podcast. It's me, Tara Misseldine, and I'm here with Amanda Kingsley, my beautiful co-host. Um, we are going to take you on a journey today where freedom is cultivated through personal development, where women connect to fuel their futures, and where wealth is created as a byproduct of being well. Basically, we're going to talk to you about the same concepts we talk to you about every week on this awesome podcast, (laughs) (laughs) which I look forward to every single week. And the crazy thing is I still love listening to it, even though we recorded the episodes ourselves. (laughs) I still totally (laughs) listen to every episode once it airs. Um, So so Amanda, what are you grateful for today? Everything. Um, I am grateful for a dear friend whose name is Kara Bahanowitz and she um, after the Women, Wine, and Why retreat, which you were at, my friends. Hi, Kara. <laughs> she started this. She was like, let's meet once a week for a writing group. And because of that, I've really been writing. And um, I encouraged her to start a meetup with other writers. And I went to that this week and just like, I love, I love writing this book that I'm writing. I just don't make the time for it. And so my gratitude is to Kara for um, pushing me to make time to, to write this book. Oh, that's amazing. I wish you didn't yeah. live so far away from me. I would like I to know there's people there. coming from so far to her group. Don't make me feel bad. <laughs> I know that's awesome. I'm really glad that, that you can have people there. Um, okay. So my gratitude today is for referrals. Um, pretty much every business I've ever had has been like pretty much referral based or like fed by referrals. And I, I wanted, I'm feeling particularly grateful for that this week as lots of businesses rolled in thanks exclusively to referrals. So thank you everyone who has sent business my way. Um, it makes my life so wonderful. (laughs) Okay. So today we are going to talk about feeling the feelings. (laughs) What, what does that mean, Amanda? (laughs) Uh, well another thing I am very much in the process of (laughs) I am I'm doing the work um for me feeling the feelings is something I've resisted for a long time I'm like oh what can I do to get away from this feeling Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I'm a doer Mm -hmm. so in some ways that's been awesome because sometimes you do need to get away from a feeling you know you can't just like marinate in sadness and expect anything to change but you do need to feel the sadness recognize it for all its parts and then take action and so that's the part i'm getting better and better at because um i'm re i had a history of being very good at avoiding feelings particularly the ones i don't want to feel Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as I am more honest and aware and in tune with my feelings and then take action after that, things really feel so much better in life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what it means to me is like really, and, and part of that is like feel the gratitude, right? Feel the gratitude, celebrate it, and then move on like feel the sadness, be with it, be okay with it and let it go. Um, or, and then move through it, um, allow it to come back when it needs to. Um, so that's been a game changer for me is just being okay with all the feelings. And I do have to 
credit my probably favorite mentor who I've mentioned a million times, Brooke Castillo, because she's really, you know, she's like, we're human. 50% of the time, we're going to feel not so good. <laughs> that's just how it is. Accept it, feel it, move on. <laughs> yeah, and that's, and that's the reality. It, yeah. So she, I do have to give her a lot of credit because she is so, um, she, she's like me in that she is so action oriented, mm -hmm. but then she also is very much like, yeah, you're going to feel you're, I forget if we share, swear on the show or not. <laughs> <laughs> We're never that picky. <laughs> you're gonna feel like junk a yeah. bunch of time. So be okay with it. And uh, yeah, she really gave me permission to, to be there and then also permission to take action. So I love. <laughs> yeah. Cause what happens when we aren't there, when we don't allow ourselves to be there? You know, like I, I picture frantically running away from something or, or you end up making something so much worse because yes. you won't just be with it for a second. That's um, what so like, And all of the ways that, you know, we, we try to distract ourselves. And one of the things that I remember Brooke talking about a lot in terms of this is, I, what does she call it? Uh, buffering. Yeah, so we do. We do all of these things like these self-medicating things that are trying to just distract us from whatever we're trying not to feel or think about. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we 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 just create new problems for ourselves instead of just like being sad for a day, you know. And like if you like buffer and and what that means is like turn to alcohol or food or social media. Um, it's a whatever you use to avoid. Um. And if you do that, the sadness doesn't go away. Yeah. It just sits back there and grows until mm -hmm. you pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. So it, you could have just faced the feeling and moved on instead of trying to move away and it getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger because you didn't pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. um, oh, there's a great book. I'll have to link to this book. Um, that makes me think of this. And it's a book from, there's a very few books from my childhood, like picture books, child books, yeah, um, children's books that I now still appreciate because most of them, I'm like, that is a terrible book. I know the messages <laughs> are so backwards. Now. <laughs> and this oh, one is in fact pretty weird, but also pretty awesome. And it's called, oh, it's something about a dragon. It's like a, it's about a dragon in the house and the mom keeps trying to ignore the dragon and it grows bigger and bigger and bigger until finally she can't ignore the dragon. Oh, anymore. wow. Oh, <laughs> shoot. Well, I will find it and I will link to it, but um, it reminds me of that. It's a great visual mm -hmm. of this concept. If you don't pay attention to it, it's going to keep growing. So you might as well pay attention now instead of later when it's so big, you have no choice. <laughs> Yes. And that has me thinking about a book that it has a very, very similar concept, modern books that I read to Aria a while okay. back um, about this little girl who gets a mouse in her hair. <laughs> oh gosh, that sounds and just, terrifying. And she just doesn't want to, she like doesn't want to think about it. I don't, I still don't want to take a bath. I still don't want to comb my hair. I'm just going to let him like make his little nest up there. Um, I'll, I'll look it up and we can put it in the show notes too, but yeah. it's very similar. Like she just ignores it for so long that then like she has this gigantic colony of mice that are like, in oh! her, like it's like a mouse city in her hair that's like making her head too heavy. 
That is insane. <laughs> it's really terrible. Um, but it's a very similar concept. Like it doesn't yeah. go away. It just, you know, gets bigger. And then by the time you're forced to deal with it, the problem can get so out of control. And I guess I, I want to mention too, that we're not just talking about trying to avoid feeling some of these feelings that we consider negative. Um, this can also be like, when are we happy with our accomplishments? Do we take yeah. time to like really celebrate the achievement of something instead of just being like, okay, well that's done. Now it means nothing. Let's move on to the next way that we can prove ourselves worthy of whatever we're refusing to acknowledge about ourselves. Um, and so that feels really important to me because you and I are both doers and we are both very driven and, um, you know, achievement oriented, or I don't, I don't know if that's true for you, but I'm, I enjoy achievement and recognition, except then many times I won't let myself kind of bask in that for any amount of time and be like, oh, wow, I did it. It's sort of like, oh, I did it. Now I have to do the next thing because I don't know what to do with myself if I'm not working towards something. Yep. You know, I don't know if that's true for you or not. Absolutely. And I mean, that's like when we started this show, it was Tara who said, I want to have a gratitude and an ask in every show. And yeah, to me, that's like that gratitude piece. A lot of times we are, I mean, I guess I can't think of an episode where we've been grateful for a feeling, but it's the same concept mm. to me. It's like, stop, <laughs> appreciate and attract more. Yeah. Um, because yeah, if we're not recognizing where we're happy in our life, if we're not recognizing the places we feel love, then we're not welcoming in more of that. Like we have to really stop and, and notice like, and I, I do raising kids is a really good place for that because sometimes I will look at them and just choose to feel the love. Like, of course I love them all the time, <laughs> but I don't always stop and choose like, holy moly, like this little person is amazing and I am overwhelmed by my love for them. Mm. And to just like do that consciously is very different than to do it unconsciously. And it's so powerful. It's, it's so, so powerful. Definitely. I, that might be easier for me because I feel like I'm bowled over all the time, but I only have one. So I'm like, she's in my face all the time. <laughs> and my love for her is in my face all the time. <laughs> but I, I totally agree with the, the premise of what you're saying that sometimes like we don't, we are not paying attention unless we're paying attention, you know? Yeah. And I think that the, the reason that we decided in the very beginning to include both of those segments of this show every time is because both of those are super important feelings. Like yeah. the feeling of gratitude, it's good for us to be conscious of making ourselves, you know, present to that. And then also the ask is not just so that we can like utilize all of you listeners and get something from you, but it's specifically so that we can experience what it feels like to be vulnerable and receptive. You know, we don't have it all together. We don't like, there's something that all of us need all the time. And we, that's part of why we come together for this show. But for me, like making myself take that moment to try to be receptive, either from listeners or you or the universe, right? Um, that, that feeling is not one that I spend any time consciously putting myself in, except for this, that segment of this show. 
Yeah. Um, so and very different than wishing, right? We oh, all yeah, have totally. a lot of wishing. <laughs> There's a lot of like, oh, maybe someday or it would be nice if only. Yeah, yeah it would be nice if, and that's very different than just asking. Mm -hmm. like, hey, universe, I need a sign here. <laughs> yeah. Or, hey, listeners, can you help me out? It's like mm -hmm. it's very different, and we are super practiced in this culture at wishing and hoping and dreaming and um you know just praying for that miracle but not asking we're not very mm -hmm. practiced at asking like straight mm -hmm. up can you help me out here um well we get all of these um kind of messages about needing to be self-sufficient and needing to self-source and needing yeah. to be independent and like you know quietly powerful and all of these messages about what we're supposed to be if we're that kind of woman um, yeah. or that kind of person. But I, I don't think that asking for help or like sourcing from out, like you're still the one that's responsible for that need being met if it comes to you because you asked, you know? Yeah. 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 So and that, to me, that doesn't discount it. The feeling there that you brought up a woman, I forgot how you brought it up, but is vulnerability, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're, Definitely. you're stepping into that vulnerability and being like, I don't actually have what I need. Can you help me? And that's a really important place to feel and to be like, because we tell ourselves so much, like I have to have it all together. Oh, that person has it all together. And to feel that vulnerability and allow it and make room for freedom through it make room for answers make room for receiving mm -hmm. so powerful yeah and that that really is the the feeling around asking is that vulnerability another place i think it's so important to feel the feelings and i did mention this in terms of my kids but also with our partners like just taking that time every once in a while to really feel the relationship right like feel how you feel about that person mm -hmm. um and the same for me with like, if I stop and think about this podcast and how amazing it is that we actually launched it and that we have like uh, coming close to 50 episodes recorded, like it is just, it's so, uh, I could either just let that be a thing that happened or I can celebrate it and be like, dude, Tara. This would not have happened without you. I am so grateful, right? So it's like all these relationships in our life um, where we can just stop and feel them and, and just, it, it invites you to want to attract more of that into your life uh -huh. and to open your, and to be vulnerable and open yourself up to the next opportunity. Um, Absolutely. The opportunity yeah. or the choice. And this, this sort of reminds me of um, the premise behind Marie Kondo's book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. Yeah. And so she literally encourages you to go like item by item through everything you own and say, does this thing bring me joy? Yeah. So like that to me is the most tangible um, example of what we're talking about. Like, what do I need to, what do I actually feel around this thing? Like, yeah, does yeah. this thing just take up space in my life? Does it give me something extra that I have to dust every day? Yeah. Um, we can do this with relationships. Does this relationship feed me and bring me joy? Like, right. yeah. Or does this not belong in my life anymore? <laughs> yeah. Does this thing, person, relationship, goal? I mean, I, I have to do this with my goals all the time because I, I'm so susceptible 
to getting really fired up about something and taking the first action. But then once I activate it, then I feel committed to it. Yeah. Um, but I'm not really feeling jazzed about it anymore. And like, why am I just keeping it in the cloud of everything that I need to do with my life if I'm not super thrilled about it anymore? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like it, this, this speaks to so many, so many areas of our life, but like, let's see how you actually feel about it and then decide what to do. I love that bit about feeling the feelings around your goals. Yeah. So important to check in with that and not just be like, am I hitting my goal? Am I on track? It's like, no, wait a second. Am I still feeling the goal? Yeah. <laughs> and do, do I still, I still feel called to be the person to, to? to do this? Yeah. 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 I love that. That's, that's great. Great little nugget there. <laughs> cool. There's the nugget. <laughs> Good job on that nugget. <laughs> All right. Well, is there anything else well, that we want to say to? Go I was ahead. just thinking about our one of our goals that we're working on, which is a summit that we yes. are launching toward the end of the year. So you haven't heard much about it, um, but you will be hearing more. And um, we because it's so far out, it's like a little less urgent. Um, but we have a weekly meeting where we talk about that goal and every single time I get so jazzed up about it and I'm like, oh yeah, total joy factor. This is going to be amazing. So we're still really into that goal. (laughs) Yeah. But if we didn't have the meeting to experience the joy and the excitement around making that goal happen, like... It, it could easily turn into one of those projects that's like, oh, that was a good idea, but we never made it happen. Yeah, exactly. So or it's just like a series of checklist items that doesn't really fire you up, but then yeah, yeah. So when, we come, like when we come together on it, it reminds us why we're doing it, you know? Like we've scheduled feeling the feeling around it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Go us. We are so, so good. <laughs> What's your ask this week? Um, okay. So my, my ask well, it's kind of, it, it's hard to put it into a question. So my, my ask is around anybody who has experience of gatherings. So if you like have regular parties where you involve friends or like, what are some creative ways that you do gathering in your life? Cause I'm like really inspired by that concept right now and um, gathering community and friends and family and, and all of that. So what are some things that you do to gather those you love around you? I want to know. I love that. That's, um, yeah, I can answer you. No, just kidding. (laughs) Um, because I need it for myself. So I really, uh, I love that you brought that up. Um, my ask is, uh, I guess it is to the universe and to myself. Um, Mm. because today my four-year-old just climbed up on my lap as we're recording today. Hi, bud. (laughs) You can say hi to everybody. Today is the first day of our summer vacation, and um, new listeners, I have three children with very different ages and needs, so I just want to ask of the universe and myself for patience and consistency and, um, and just to be able to really enjoy the summer and be productive at the same time, because mm. stay-at-home mom entering summer vacation, or work-from-home mom entering summer vacation brings up some feelings <laughs> <laughs> you gotta feel those now all right that's a really good one and i i hope the universe delivers for you as i know it will um all right all right my friend until next time Bye.